Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we're talking about being sick and what that means for you. So without further ado, let's hop right in. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host and executive coach, Adam Melnick. With over a decade of experience in mental health, leadership, and coaching, I aim to help you understand leadership through a mental health lens. So let's sit back, relax, and have a chat. I'm sick. I'm not feeling so good right now. My throat's kind of sore. I can't talk right, as you can clearly tell. And I've had a runny nose for days. The past two days I've been bedridden and done nothing but sleep. And today's one of the, really the first day that I felt like I can do anything. I was supposed to record a podcast episode about grief in the workplace, but I felt it more appropriate to have a conversation with you about being sick because I find leaders are very cavalier with their health. They don't take it seriously, myself included. I mean, hell, I'm sick and here I am recording a podcast episode. I'm literally putting my health second to record this for you. As the saying goes, do as I say, not as I do. See, when I first started getting the signs that I was having a cold, I ignored it. I pushed through. I started taking cold medication to mask the symptoms. And I felt that I couldn't be sick. I had so much on my plate. I had a lot of things to do. And so I pushed it into the back of my mind, ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. Until one day I woke up and my nose was running like a faucet. I was blowing it like nobody's business. My waist bin was piling high with tissues. And lo and behold, I had CPR that day. I felt like I couldn't get out of it. I'd already requested time off work for this. I had already paid the money for the CPR, and I had to go. The truth is, I had no business going to that CPR class. I should have stayed home, and I should have been sick. But I didn't. I felt an obligation, almost like a duty to go for my job. And I went and I was miserable, and I powered through it. The next day, I called in sick to work. I said, no, I can't do this. I need time off. But I host and run a multi-sport team. We were down a couple players, and this was the last game in the season. I felt a duty and an obligation to get out there. So I downed more cold medication, I went out to my multi-sport league, and we played floor hockey. I played the goalie and almost died out there. Looking back, that was some of the stupidest stuff I've done. I shouldn't have done CPR. I shouldn't have been a goalie for floor hockey. I should have been at home taking care of myself. My health comes first. But I'm not alone in this. 
I know so many leaders that put their health second. They feel a sense of obligation or duty to be there for their team through thick or thin. They feel it's a requirement to sacrifice themselves for their people. And in a weird way, this is admirable. This is a very admirable feat to have. But it's also incredibly self-destructive. You are only human. You are only as good as your health. If you are bedridden because you refuse to take care of yourself, you're no good to anybody. Right now, I am sicker than a dog. I am no good to anybody. I'm no good to my team. I'm no good to my clients. And why? Because I refuse to take care of myself. Even in this current state, I've noticed, I keep trying to push to do more, keep trying to create reels, make Instagram posts, push to see my clients. The truth is, I should be taking care of myself. And when you're sick, you should be taking care of yourself. You should be drinking more fluids. You should be sleeping. You should not, under any circumstances, be working. Again, I get it. There's great irony in the fact that I'm recording this podcast while I'm sick. I should actually be sleeping. I should be drinking more fluids. But the truth is, is that by working now and recording this episode, I'm actually delaying the healing process, which means that I am going to be sicker for longer. We did a podcast episode a little while ago about reprioritizing your life. The first priority in life is always to yourself. You will always be the first priority. Second priority is usually your significant other. Third is usually your family. And then your friends. And then whoever down the line. In leadership positions, actually I would argue in Western culture, we tend to have this belief that work is prioritized above our own health. This is not true. We should always be encouraging our people to take care of themselves first. And we should be doing this by leading by example. If we are feeling sick or unwell, we should take time off to recuperate. The thing about leadership is the higher you go in it, the more eyes are going to be watching you. And they are going to follow your example. If you are running yourself into the ground and coming to work sick and ill, guess what your team is going to start doing? 
they're going to run themselves in the ground, and they're going to come to work sick and ill. And I know what you're thinking. But Adam, my team will be more productive if they come to work and spend less time off. And the truth is, that's a lie. By encouraging your team to be sick and come to work sick, you are actually making them less productive. Well, how? Well, one, they are sick. They are ill, which means their worker output is naturally going to be decreased. Their judgment is going to be impaired. And cognitively, they're not functioning at peak performance because they are sick. Now you have taken the sick person and stuck them in the work environment. If they have the flu, they are going to be infecting your workers, your people. And guess what? In the next two to three days, depending on the incubation period of the disease, your people are then going to start getting sick, which is going to start reducing their output, their cognitive capacity their judgment, and it's going to spread through your office like wildfire. And why? Because we believe that having them come to work was a good idea. The truth is, is we should have had those people stay at home to be sick, to rest and recuperate, to take the time off to get well, So then when they came back to the office, they function at 100% and they didn't cause their illness to spread. They didn't reduce that worker output. We need to encourage our people to stay home, to relax, to kick their feet up. I think the pandemic really hammered this home for a lot of organizations and corporations. But I have noticed that since the pandemic is over, since COVID's done, people are still reverting to this old school way of thinking of, if you're sick, unless you are dying, you come to work. This is wrong. And change starts with us and leadership. We need to recognize when we are sick and we are ill and we need to stay home. Remember, you hired your team. You've trained them. You have coached them. They are a top-notch, competent team. They'll live without you for the next two to three days. And if they can't function without you, I would argue your leadership style needs work. That should not be happening. Your team should be able to function just fine without you while you recover. I have always taken the stance with my team members of if you're sick, take the time off. I don't need to know why you're sick. Take the time off. 
rest, and recuperate. That being said, if they are continuously sick, and continuously meaning they are sick multiple times a month, we need to have a conversation. We need to have a discussion because that's not normal. It's not normal at all. Usually there's something else going on there that we need to dig into. There could be bullying. There could be harassment. There could be toxic work culture. I don't know. But having people sick every single month, multiple times within a month, is not normal. It is worth an investigation. What is normal is usually having people sick about twice a year. I know what you're thinking. Adam, what do you mean twice a year? Well, when we look at how illnesses, for example, in Canada work, our flu seasons are in the spring and they are in the fall. And the reason for this is in the summertime, people are out and about, but they're enjoying the great outdoors. They're far apart. It's hard for diseases to move from person to person. But in the fall, things get colder. And so people migrate together into close-knit quarters, which allow for diseases to spread. Think of a school. Schools are breeding ground for diseases. They're absolutely horrific. And so when you're out traveling to, for example, Mexico during the summertime, you get sick, and then you travel back to Canada, you bring it with you, and then you come to a close quarters environment like a classroom, and you spread that flu to all your classmates. And then in the wintertime, people aren't traveling as much, they're not going out as much, and it's too cold for the disease to live outside. And so, essentially... It just dies and stops its transmission. The spring happens, though. People start mingling again. People start traveling again. But they're still close quarters, and it spreads. Which is why we expect, for example, people to get sick during the fall and the spring. We also expect them to get sick during stressful events. And that's because their immune system gets suppressed during the stress response. These are all normal. Let your people have their sick days. Let them rest and recuperate. And you, my dear leader, rest and recuperate. Don't be like me. Stop working so hard. Take time for your own health. Prioritize you. If you need to sleep, sleep. If you need to drink fluids, drink fluids. Don't push yourself to the edge. Like, stop speed running life. The end is just your grave, man. Slow down. Take care of yourself. Take care of your health. I'm going to stop preaching about this. And I'm going to go and drink some fluids. I'll see you guys in two weeks when I talk to you about... Grief in the workplace. Bug you later. Cheers. 
you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, give it a like, and share it with a friend. And if you're ready to take the next leap and improve your leadership skills, head over to www.seatingthelead.com and book your free coaching session today. Thank you.